What's up, y'all? It's Gee. Um, welcome to the Socially Distant Podcast, aka the hottest pod in the streets. I'm here with one of my nearest and dearest friends, Kayla. How are you today? I am just peachy. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm, good. I'm in good spirits. Yeah. Uh, life has been going very well for me, actually. So, no complaints. Yeah. Um, still no light at the end of the tunnel for this whole... <laughs> pandemic shit but it's fine nah that's um, all right just gotta take it one day at a time yeah, try really, and make the best of honestly, it honestly i i've been making the best of it to yeah, be honest like without there, a doubt there's enough stuff that's open for me to just be like all right i can't live it's my okay life. Yeah. yeah yeah but um we wanted to start this episode before we get into the shits with a little announcement um so as of now our third you may have noticed that our third co-host josh is uh hasn't been here uh the past few well maybe last Just week lazy. and this week yeah um it is due to the pandemic that he isn't here so he will be taking um a leap a hiatus, of absence yes from the podcast josh is not he's not positive for covid or anything like that he's in good health um he's just taking proper precautions mm-hmm uh, to be safe and I respect it absolutely so Josh is still very much a member of the podcast he is a valued member of the podcast well we all are because it's just the three of us that do For everything sure. so uh, when Josh gets back it's really gonna be like we haven't missed a beat because he's still exactly. a part of production and everything like that yeah um, and he's still doing his job behind the scenes which we appreciate because really, if you're not showing up to record, then you really don't have to. But yeah, that that's just kind of showing his dedication. So let's move on. Uh, so Get into it. How are you today, though? You good? <laughs> I am. I am pretty good. You ready to pod? Yeah, I'm fucking ready. How was your weekend? It was good. Yeah. It was eventful. Eventful. Um, What'd you do? Yeah. Oh wait, we can't tell him what we did because we vlogged it. I may have only vlogged a tiny bit ah it's cool it's cool i'll still put (laughs) we'll still be able to put something together yeah but um so that's right i'll you can just tell i'll try and work on it but yeah so saturday i got up a little early and drove up to the mountains uh two of my little brothers went up and stayed with my grandma for the week lucky them but i went up saturday spent the day up there came home Sunday morning, um, went and hung out with someone for a little bit. And mm. then, you know, that's about it. It was a pretty chillin', eventful, cannot, cannot complain. Yeah. That, yeah. That's always, it's always good when you get to relax for a day yeah. or whatever. Um, how was your weekend? What'd you do? My weekend was very, very good. Um, <laughs> Saturday I helped my brother move into his new place. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to lunch with someone. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> How was lunch? How'd it go? It was very, it was very good. It was good. very good. I don't want to give too many details. No, 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 no. We can't, we can't put too no. much out there. It was, it was a good time. Um, Love to see it. Great company, really. Good. Um, that's all I'm going to give up. So today, <laughs> I think we're starting a little, some, a little tradition here, you yeah. know, a new bottle of wine. Oh, that yeah. we have for the podcast so we Shit's have good. a Kavit collection riesling from 2019 
imported from Italy, actually. So, yeah, I got it from Total Wines. Yeah, let's see. What, what would we rate it, like, out of 10? Mm, I think I'm going to give it, like, a good 8, 9 out of 10. Okay. But, like... I'm not my wine palette isn't where I want it to be yet. Yeah. So But for right now. Yeah, for know? like for like what we what we're used to, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I'd probably give it like a solid eight out of ten. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty good. Definitely not bad. Um, it goes down well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not like too bitter, it's not it's not too overly sweet. sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's like a it's not bad. I I really like Riesling, so yeah. that's why I got this one. I wanted to step step my Riesling <laughs> game up a little bit, you know, because I've really been... Making late, moves out here. Yeah, lately I've really been into, like, um, wine, mm-hmm. tequila, and cigars. Just stepping it up, you yeah. know, more adult things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, like, I'm, I'm kind of spoiled because, like, <laughs> one time I had, like, the 1942, the, oh. the tall bottle, oh. right? Uh-huh. And you know that was shared with me. I didn't buy that shit. Come on now. Yeah. I don't got. I don't got nineteen forty two money. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, bro. Like I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking regular tequila anymore after this. Yeah. So yeah. So like, I kind of like my old man shit now. I guess right. Yeah. Like, I don't blame cigars. you though. Like I'm kind of there. You know. Yeah, the Where it's almost like mom and dad mode, kind of. You know. I don't think I'm quite. I think I'm like. I think I'm like uncle mode at this point. All right. Yeah. yeah that, that that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. I be wearing my little Hawaiian shirts now and shit. I love them. <laughs> I don't care. It's comfy, cozy. Yeah. I gotta go to Old Navy and get some more. Hell yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with Old Navy. But like, I shouldn't even stock up on those because it's almost like the end of the summer now. Yeah, true. I got. <laughs> we got like a month, maybe yeah. a month and a half left. I, I think I could get a couple more Hot Boy fits in though, for yeah. sure. We definitely gotta uh, go do our SDP. A photo shoot. Outings. Oh yeah. And our yeah, photo definitely. Shoot. And a photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah, but um, guys, look for the vlog sometime this week. I got to put it all together. And um, it should be something like a quick little insight to our lives. Mm-hmm. I think I wanted to do the vlogs because we don't really have a, a video component anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, for right now, because, yeah. you know, we're working on it. Camera shit is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we got to got to make sure our finances are right before we make that kind of purchase but we definitely will have a video element again Mm -hmm. in the very near future but so for right now we're just going to supplement that with some weekly vlogs that probably drop after the podcast i think we're going to do it on thursday or friday okay that's a solid that's a that's a good a good time frame like you get the pod on wednesday definitely thursday friday you get the vlog so Mm -hmm. My um, uh, my little brothers made an appearance in mine because we were oh. out on the lake. It's a uh, it's a little comical. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably our vlog is probably not gonna be the greatest at first, but you yeah, know, we're we, just starting. We're working on it. Yeah, um, we still getting comfortable talking in public to a camera. So oh yeah, that was yeah. definitely a uh, a bigger step for me. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, we were out on the lake so when I first did it, so it's not like anyone was really around, but. I'll I'll get more comfortable with it and it'll be it'll be better. And it gets easier too. Yeah. For sure. So we want to get into some baby mama drama. Hell fucking yeah, let's go. <laughs> so this weekend, as I was scrolling the Twitters as I usually do to come up with <laughs> ideas for the podcast, I stumbled across a video of a guy and his girlfriend slash baby mom. Mm-hmm 
on her birthday, their anniversary or something. Yeah. It turned out that this was a fake video, but like the the content was still like a cause for conversation. It is yeah, it's not like the actual video itself isn't something that happens. It's, the, it's like this the topic. Is, yeah, this topic yeah, definitely sure. still happens. So, so to explain it, it's like he gave her um, a gift for her birthday. And it was wrapped up really tight. And it ended up being DNA test results for their daughter. And the daughter was not his. Mm-hmm. I just want to know <laughs> like how... And the daughter was already like six, three. She uh, was three. She was three. Yeah, it was like three or four. How do you go four? Even if this that video long. is fake, yeah. But it, it does happen in real life. Oh, so yeah. I just without a doubt, I just want to know like how you go that long and not tell and not say something your, sooner. Your your baby's dad, and I put quotes around that. Yeah. Um, that he's actually not your baby's dad, because mm-hmm. like first of all, you haven't only been lying to him you've been lying to the kid mm-hmm. as well and i think that's the the most fucked up part about it like yeah you you lie to a child like you let her fall in love with this man yep thinking that it's her dad yeah because like there i don't think there's anything more sacred than the bond between a, a father and a daughter definitely not um so for you to let that happen is wow and then like in the video he did say like Y'all got to get the fuck up out of here. I don't know mm-hmm. where y'all going, but... Yeah, I think he said he was going to give them, like, a week. A m- to the end of the month that, to get uh, out. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, end of the month. And then everybody out. in the comments went crazy, like, how you going to leave them on the street like that? Yeah. At that point, they not his problem anymore. No. I don't I don't think so. Like, it's... No. It's definitely, like, a tough situation, but it all, in my opinion, leads back to the mom. Like, she should have said something earlier even if she, you know, then the first like six months to a year of the kid being born, like right. that is that is your time frame to be like, hey, look, I have to be honest with you while she's still a baby. This might not be yours. I don't think that she's yours. If you want to go through with taking a DNA test, I will completely understand that and I will respect it. And if you no longer want to be with us, if she turns out to not be yours, then I will respect that too. But that's something, that's a conversation you have to have super early and upfront. Prior to. I would say prior to birth. Oh, with it definitely should happen prior to birth. But if she really had to wait until after the kid was born, like that first like six months. Yeah. Is like the absolute like deadline to so, say something, you know. So me reading the comments, um, I, I came up with a question mm-hmm. that I think was perfect for me to ask you. Um mm-hmm. Why do women struggle with accountability? Because I saw minimal, if any, like, all right, so I People get that he's her. upset, but like, where, where's her accountability at? Like, I, yeah. I just want to know, like, where, like, she's the one who, who cheated or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just confused as to why, time and again, women kind of avoid response responsibility and accountability yeah. like this this is not unique to this situation it's like jada avoided accountability um <laughs> and it happened shit it even happens like in my day-to-day life like mm-hmm. women will in like situations that don't even like measure up to this it's like yeah even stupid stuff yeah they do it yeah and in all honesty as a woman, I wish I had an answer for you. I really wish I had a solid 
answer, but unfortunately I don't because it varies from girl to girl. Yeah, I'm not um, even saying that like it's all women, but like oh, I see like not. a lot of women have trouble. But a lot of them do it, yeah, without like, a doubt. Do you have trouble with accountability sometimes? I will admit that I definitely used to when I was younger, but as I got older, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I can't be doing this. Like, I'm getting older. I'm becoming adult. Like, I really do just have to suck it up whether I like it or not and take responsibility for something that I said or did, no matter how small or big it was. Even if it's something that I messed up on at work, like, I know for a fact that I have to turn around and be like, oh, shit, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, that was my bad. I messed up on that. And because people will respect you more if you just own up to it instead of lying about it or being like, oh, that wasn't my fault or whatever it was. Like, I found that people really do respect you so much more if you're just upfront and honest. If you're just like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. That was my fault. I misread the conversation or whatever it was like I messed up. And as long as you own up to it up front, people will be like, okay, yeah, like, obviously, I still might be a little upset, but thank you for being honest with me. Yeah, definitely. I just, I I don't know. Like, I just, (laughs) it's just, like, I don't want to, like, bash women, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, they make it a little hard, Obviously, like, you got to respect. I have the utmost respect for a majority of the women that I do meet because a lot of them are you know good people and you know but there is trouble with accountability but without a doubt yet (laughs) women be so quick to jump down a man's throat and point out Mm -hmm. everything men do wrong um i'm gonna say something and it might be a little we do controversial we do a lot wrong yeah everyone does a lot of shit wrong whether you're a woman or a man and what I'm about to say, I really hope no one takes it the wrong way. But listen, that's that's between you and your girls. You sure you yeah. want to listen? You got a hive. That's you got right. a hive to think about. The Kayla hive, they they strong. <laughs> like every week, it's a new member in the Kayla hive. I know, hive, so and you, I love everyone for it. I think it's the sweetest thing. So you you really ready to alienate your girls? <laughs> Just a little, because I feel like it kind of does need to be said. So, I really do think that over the years, people have been putting women on such a super super high pedestal thinking that they are like the end all be all and do not get me wrong (laughs) don't get me wrong women are amazing fucking people you know like we do a lot and we go through a lot with men do not get me wrong women deserve to be on a pedestal but i think it needs to be brought down a little bit like it is okay for us to make mistakes to do things wrong and when we do mess up it is okay for us to go you know what i fucked up right and i'm sorry and it's okay for us to own up to it like even with the jada and will thing you could tell she did not want to admit and come forward about what the fuck she did wrong yeah and nobody would even look at going back to that situation like i know it's like old and it's like beating a dead horse but like nobody good example nobody would have looked at her differently if she would have just owned up and said yeah we we had a little relationship Mm -hmm. or you know what really happened is you know i put this old head pussy on the young nigga and you know (laughs) he fell in love and i and that's what it was yeah and that's what it was but she's she wanted to say entanglement it was an entanglement first of all and entanglement is what happens when brokies pull wires out their pocket <laughs> instead of AirPods. If you want to get 
if you want to get a technical. If you want to get technical, I mean, I'll be, I'll be having a little entanglements with my wires because <laughs> I lost my AirPods. So I am currently one of those brokies. But <clears throat> that's besides the point. Anyway. Um, I just believe that, yes, we do have to get to a point where the the pedestal is not such a thing. And, like, we just look at... Um, yeah. We just look at women as another person instead of like all this yeah feminism like, shit. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Again, women are absolutely amazing. We really are. But like, so kind of back to the Will and Jada thing because I feel like it is kind of like a pretty decent example. Right. For the longest time, Will put her on the highest pedestal possible. Like to every us. time. Yeah, yeah, that, fair, that, that, that's true. To the media. In public, yes. Yes, in public, he did. You know, whatever goes on at home, I don't know. But yes, to us, to the public, he put her on the highest pedestal. He was like, you know, this is my queen and like she is everything. And don't get me wrong, you should absolutely think that your woman is your world. Like, you should do whatever you have to to make her happy, to provide for her but it should also be equal she should also put in that effort to do whatever she can to make you happy like we've talked about before it's you both have to give 100 percent in your relationship it can't just be the guy putting the girl all the way up here and then she keeps the guy like you know 10 feet below her like that's not fair so yeah that and that kind of brings me to like a an issue i have with feminism Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm a dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So like, I'm I'm disqualifying myself. I mean, I'm a woman, and I'm not like full on for feminism. I yeah, think like, it's like very overrated. Yeah, I'm a a little dramatic. Like I said, I'm gonna disqualify myself because I'm a guy, mm-hmm. and I I don't know what women go through at all. So I'm not I'm not saying. But this is my problem, kind of with the feminist movement. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, I say their arguments collapse upon themselves yeah um for example like women like the feminist women like the i'm not even talking about like normal feminists like i'm talking about like the hardcore yeah uh it's don't i'm not shaving my armpits <laughs> uh just to conform to yeah. to the standards that men set yeah those kind like <laughs> they want to be equal to a point mm-hmm. if we being honest yeah you know what i mean um they still kind of, in a way, conform to gender roles mm-hmm. because they they want equal pay in the workplace and shit like that. But I don't think they'll want to do like the same kind of jobs that a lot of men do. Like, yeah. you don't you don't see women doing construction. Very um, rarely. Yeah, rarely. Uh, you don't see like women landscapers like mm-hmm. that. It's good money. Oh, without and a doubt. Everybody gets paid the same over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you really wanted to make equal pay, you could go, go scaffold. Like that. You feel me? <laughs> um, also, like, I just, I think that there are more qualified women to be in high-level positions than mm-hmm. men. Um, women definitely are more educated most times. Um, so... Yeah, so it's it's really like a give and take kind of thing for me. Like, and I'm I'm for I'm for feminism, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, like, like to a point. To a point yeah. yeah, like 
don't don't get it because it's not all men i'm yeah. not for the the all men feminism like yeah first of all you probably have experiences with maybe a hundred men throughout your life mm-hmm. maybe maybe more i don't know how many yeah. people people meet but you meet a select number of people in your life that's not even one percent of all the people in the world and for you to generalize exactly that way is is, is very very uh ignorant of you i should say because for you to it's like when if i talk to like if I start talking to a new girl mm-hmm. and she generalizes me as one of the ancient dudes. Yeah. Um, when that's not fair because she doesn't know when, you. Yeah, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. And if you if you know the women that I've encountered, I'm sure they would adamantly disagree Yeah. that <laughs> I'm one of the dudes that ain't shit. Because, of course, I have my moments, but yeah. I'm not... I'm not that. Yeah. And it and it is kinda offensive to me when it does happen, but I'll just be like, Yeah, whatever. Like I, I know how yeah. women I know how women are at this point. And I feel like it kinda happens like vice versa too. Like a lot of guys will be like, Oh, like you're probably crazy, just like half of the other girls that like I've talked to in college right. or oh, for sure. whatever it is. And it's like, Well, if you actually took the time to get to know me, I'm really not. Like, yes, every girl's a little crazy in their own way. A lot of guys are too. Like a lot of guys are you know, we talked about this before where um, guys do have an ego. Like, you guys are very sensitive. You guys For just sure. don't talk about it as much as girls Hell do. Yeah. That's the only difference. I've I've definitely, like, generalized um, women before. But, it like, happens to both I catch sides. My, like, I, I, I hope to catch myself whenever I do it because, like, I, I don't want to. Because you don't want to think that I don't want to be that guy. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to act like i know that all girls are the same yeah it's um, you got to do the whole like you're innocent until proven guilty so with thing. me with me just like everything i i take everything on a case-by-case basis like mm-hmm. every new girl i try not to compare um yeah i try not to you know i try assume not, that assume, she's just yeah, gonna be compare, assume anything like that and and that's really how it should be really like yeah the fact <laughs> i know i'm like playing like being like walk in the middle of this thing but like that's really how i feel about it like i feel as two things can be true so i feel as if sometimes women do take it too far but i do feel as though women should be looked at as equal in in some cases better i think that it's just my my personal philosophy is the best person for whatever is going on is who i'm rocking with yeah so that's that's really how i look at shit but um, women, y'all got to relax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, let's just try not to overdo the feminism thing as much. Because when y'all overdo the feminism thing, you're kind of enforcing the overly emotional stereotype, low-key. Yeah. Um, like, even for me, like, as a woman, people are probably always like, you know, you're, you're probably a super hardcore feminist and whatever. It's like, I'm not really, like, at all. Do I think that women and men should be paid equally if they have the same educational and, um, you know, professional experience? Yes. If you have the same exact qualifications, you should be paid equally. 100%. But obviously, if, you know, the woman had, you know, she 
got her master's instead of just having her bachelor's obviously yes she should be paid more or if it's the other way around where the guy has his master's and the woman only has her bachelor's then yes he should be paid more right because he went to school for longer he has more education in that unless, background unless he's been there longer or, or whoever, yeah unless she's been there longer there's certain she circumstances it's, it's all circumstantial and i Exactly. I think that a lot of people don't look at it that way because you still do have those old-minded people that's mm -hmm. like women belong in the kitchen, shit yes. like that. So I understand. Absolutely. I understand what they fight for. I understand a hundred percent. But but specify it. You know yes. what I mean? I feel like I feel like we're going on a tangent right now. That's all right. It's it's cool. We do this shit every week. Uh, yeah. We're never gonna have a cohesive podcast. <laughs> so it's, it's really fine. Yeah. Um, but, but it like, is what it is kind of back to the whole job thing i do feel like women are also the more nurturing gender so they tend to go for you know like that teacher mm -hmm. or you know nurse and I'm obviously nurses make really good money once you're in that field for, for sure. a while i never like, heard like listen. my mimi my mimi's a nurse she's been a nicu nurse for years and she makes fucking bank like. first of all <laughs> listen women um all, all the ones that's complaining about the pay gap i never heard an, an, a woman in the medical field complain about a pay gap so real shit you know you might just want to think about that yeah i mean although i am not saying every woman should go into the medical field because there are a lot of people i yeah. saw that were like yeah i'm gonna be a nurse and i'm like oh my god if you walked in and you were my nurse i don't want you to administer i would turn a around and be like needle. someone get me a new nurse because <laughs> yeah. i don't want you <laughs> it's always the girls that was super bitchy when yeah. they was younger that's that's nurses a lot of them not every single one of them but most of them but low-key some some nurses do be having that mean mug though they do like yeah. i go to like i'm probably one of the few men on earth that still go to the doctors regularly <laughs> i don't even go regularly and i and i see like and i see like the nurses with the mean mug and i'm like mm -hmm. damn like who sh who pushed although that would tank? be me like i just have a hardcore resting bitch face no matter what i do so <laughs> and then they'd be having like the the kind of hard stoic voices too so it'd be making oh, yeah. me a little scared like damn like damn are you gonna hurt me like, you, you want me to, you want me to buck up like damn <laughs> we'll scrap right fucking now like I, i'm not scared to fight like what's up like these hands equal opportunity kidding kidding <laughs> kidding <laughs> Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> I um I saw a tweet a while back and it it had me fucking geeking and as this girl and she was like, you know, we're all out here fighting for equal opportunity and then this, that and the other thing. And then it's like, my dad, help me come mow this lawn. And she goes, sir, I am a Southern belle. I am not helping you. Real shit. No, that's how. I was like, yo. That is. I was the, like, that's how y'all act. That's really, that's really feminism right there in a nutshell. <laughs> but. Um, they want to be treated equally, but yeah. not with everything. Equal treatment. Mm -hmm. So in a divorce, you yeah. know, sometimes there are equal splits 50 50 but it's normally how it goes yeah in certain cases you know sometimes you may have some money before you get married and you mm -hmm. want to sign a little paperwork and that's called a prenup. a prenup and what i'm what i'm referencing is uh dr dre and his wife are getting a divorce mm -hmm. and we know dr dre is like the first hip-hop billionaire so you know if you gotta got come up off half money if you gotta come up off half it's crazy but mm -hmm. we just found that my guy has a prenup. Yeah. 
us. But she conveniently forgot uh-huh. that he had a prenup. Yeah. Which is bullshit because you if, you know damn well if you remember you, signing that thing. If you know anything about Dr. Dre's wife or soon to be ex wife, you would know that she is an experienced lawyer. So I'm sure she know about all the paperwork she signed because mm-hmm. she probably read it because she's a lawyer and that's yeah. what they do. Got to read over that shit thoroughly. So my question to you is. Yes. Would you sign a prenup? If the person I was marrying really did have like that much money, then I would respect their decision to want to have one. Because if the roles were reversed where I had, you know, mad money, I would want one done. I would sign a prenup. Yeah. Like I like I just think it's fair. Um, you know, obviously you work it out to where you both agree on it. You know, you might not agree a hundred percent on everything. Like, you know, he might get like one thing that you really want, but at the same time, if it's his money, then it is what it is. Loki, I think a prenup makes it easier in the end. Yeah. Because then you don't got to spend like months or years in court trying to figure all of that out. Divorces are nasty. They're fucking like, mm. and it's just like splitting assets and shit like that. I mean, I'm sure they would still have to like go through proceedings if they have kids under the yeah. age of 18 but yeah and that still gets kind of messy but like the whole splitting of assets is crazy so just sign this prenup and get if, it out of the if way some shit go if shit changes we can update it along the way mm-hmm. but i mean me personally i think that like if you um if you really love somebody then like you just say fuck it because like you trust that yeah it's going to to um, work to work yeah so you just be like yeah i mean we're not going we we're gonna I'm, do everything like we I can said, to make it work like said, but I'm god forbid it doesn't like, i'm not i don't believe in the idea the legal idea of marriage itself but i, I do believe don't. in sharing your life with the person oh. oh i'm getting a phone call ah fucking typical always you know we got i am recording right now so i will talk to you later no we trying to get some content (laughs) okay bye (laughs) so back to what i was saying (laughs) i just feel as though you know if you i don't really agree with the whole legal concept of marriage because i don't think a piece of paper could tell me how i feel about my wife you know what i mean so i i doubt that i'll ever get legally married but if in the event that i do i'll say that if if i don't have money at the time Mm -hmm. uh, or if i if i'm like i'm just like a regular middle class dude yeah i'm not about to sit here and like draw up a whole whole last prenup that's only if you've got like money money and if i do end up like making billions or whatever then of course i'll be happy to give you half or whatever whatever Mm -hmm. you want because i know once once you get to that point the money makes itself Mm -hmm. and you was there you know what i mean that was gonna be my next thing for better for better or for worse you was there through the whole process whatever bullshit i put you through Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or whatever bullshit we went through together you was there for it (laughs) that was gonna be my thing so if we grow together no problem giving half yeah but if i already got this bread and when, you're when we meet <laughs> and you're just coming in i don't i don't know what your intentions are exactly of course i'm a of course Make i'm gonna have the lawyers throw, draw up this paperwork like <laughs> you're like tell her she only getting 10 milli 
off this off this lump sum. Don't <laughs> get shit. Like, like Jeff Jeff and Mackenzie Bezos when they got divorced, of course she got half. He was still in the she garage when they was married. Yes. Like, Amazon was <laughs> Amazon was still like a little idea. Mm-hmm. When 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 we talked about Amazon, we was thinking about the rainforest. Now. The first thing we think about with Amazon is like, Amazon bitch, Prime. where my package? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, not bitch, where my package? Because we know it's going to be here tomorrow. Shout yeah. out to Jeff. Yeah, you got the one to two day delivery. The one day. Sometimes it'd be same day. Yeah. If you order like early enough. Yeah, yeah if you, you order at like nine, day. if you order at like 9 a.m., it's going to be there by five. <laughs> it's going to be there by five. <laughs> yeah, the real shit. Shout out to him. But yeah, that was gonna be my uh, my next point. Like you said, was that if you and your significant other were together, like before? Oh my god! I'm just gonna reply you, to the message. The disrespect. But again, that was gonna be my point. Was that if you and your significant other had been together before? all of that money even came into the picture and they were there for you through thick and thin, like every up and down possible, then yes, obviously that other person deserves to get, you know, 50, it, it deserves to be 50, 50. But again, if you already have that money and then someone else comes into your life, then absolutely prenup is, is the way to go. For hell me. Yeah. I just think, I think about things logically, like, if I ask a girl to sign a prenup, it's not because I love her any less. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's... You're just kind of protecting, protecting yourself in the I'm end. I'm protecting my assets. Yeah. Like... Which is completely understandable. Like I said, I would want to do the same thing if it was the other way around where, you know, in the event that I had that type of money, like, I would hope I could find someone that would be, you know, yeah. okay with signing one because I'm just trying to protect myself and my money and assets in the long run. Obviously, neither of us have ever been married or divorced, but, and we don't know how this shit works, but if this is how it does work, this is the prenup I will offer. I'll be like, hypothetical, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm rich, you know, I got, I got money, you know what I mean? Um, and my money is just making itself at this point. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'll offer. I would say you probably get like. So however many million of what I have now mm-hmm. in the event of a divorce and then whatever I make that I don't have now or whatever new I start that you have a hand in, you get half of those. Earn- you get half mm-hmm. of those earnings. I feel like that's fair. I think it's fair. Yeah. But anything I had before we were married, you don't touch that. Yeah. I think. I think that's fair. I also think that. When people get divorced and it starts to get messy, people try to, like, out-petty the other one. Yes, absolutely. So they start asking. Because at the beginning, it's like, oh, yeah, just take what you want. Like, yeah. you, you were, you've seen Marriage Story, right? At the beginning? Marriage? No. It was the movie with Scarlett Johansson and the dude. I don't think The I've Jewish dude. That. No? All no. right, so basically, like, they ended up getting divorced. And at the beginning, it was like, oh, yeah, she could have whatever Mm -hmm. and then the whole lawyers and the depositions and shit that gets involved the the legal process gets involved and then it gets like messy messy Mm -hmm. so that's what happens but um yeah but like i said i i just think it has like if you really love someone you'd be willing to be willing to just be like all right fuck fuck it yeah and And you guys can work it out to where it's relatively equal for both of you 
like if you I, sit down with each of your lawyers yeah. and you go over you know however much money the other person has what they're worth and then like all the assets like houses cars rental properties whatever it is like you sit there and you go through everything and you both mutually agree get to talk about who gets what so which kind of brings us like to my next topic mm-hmm. well to our next topic um it's like about it's really about unconditional love and um I I saw this post on Instagram and mm-hmm. I sent it to you and I thought it would be cool if we talked about it because I thought that it was it was it was kind of deep what it was said it was basically yeah. it reads as such the problem is everyone looking for unconditional love is carrying around a bag full of conditions mm-hmm. see I had to read that a couple of times cuz I was like what <laughs> i had i was like wow like that's powerful shout out to my mom she sent that in the group chat oh. yeah so i just think that that that's a true thing like people do yeah. people say they love you unconditionally till certain conditions pop up mm-hmm. and i think that the prenup conversation was a good lead into this because yeah. that that could be a condition a conditional factor and i think that um uh, in a lot of cases, you could talk all that unconditional love shit that you want, but I, I don't think that it really exists. Yeah, it's like as much as you want to sit there and believe that it does, it's not, I don't think it's honestly ever 100%. It's not a thing, because that means, that means you're going to sit there and stay through cheating, Abuse. I'm not talking about physical abuse because that's just not, anything. That's not like physical abuse is not. That's not a fucking condition. That's like no. a, that's like you got to get the fuck up out of there. Yeah, like, as soon as you can. And even still, some people try and stay through that because yeah. they want to see the goodness in that other person For when they absolutely sure. shouldn't. I don't. But I think I think you got to have conditional love. Yeah. Low key, like in my mind, I just believe like when you got these conditions, like. You know, you know what your partner is willing to put up with, mm-hmm. and you know what they're not willing to put up with. And if you decide that you do that shit that they don't want to put up with, then whatever they decide to do is on you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't say like, "Oh, I, I didn't know." Yeah. Like obviously, like I hate when people are only like a, like six months into the relationship and they're like, "Oh my god, I love you unconditionally." But shut the fuck up! No, you, you don't, don't even you don't even you don't know, even know like, that the person. Whole person. Like yeah. like you do, but you don't. Like you know them, but you don't fully. Yeah, six know months them. is enough time to like know all the surface shit, but like to really, really dig deep and know yeah. everything about that person, like what they went through as a child or early teens, whatever it was. It's like definitely shit that people that people have that may not necessarily be a bad thing but like mm-hmm. you might not just be you know willing to uh, to to stick around for it like yeah i know that there are there are a lot of conditions like it's it's financial stuff it's uh it's religion sometimes like it's it's family things like that it's a lot of shit that like 
a lot of times you probably just can't make it pass and it's not a yeah not necessarily a bad thing it just is what it is yeah exactly um one of my other things was going to be i feel like a lot of people go into relationships with i can't like exactly figure out with like an how idea to put this yeah like an idea of like preconditions almost i guess like so i feel like it's mainly women and i hate to kind of bash us again but i know a lot of ladies do this so whatever take it for what it is and i'm sure guys do it too just in their own way um well actually i know for a fact that guys do it too but i feel like a lot of people go into relationships so like girls will go after guys and be like well you know i want this guy to be he has to be over six foot he has to be making like six six, six figures. figures or more have like a super big and nice house and like a six. nice car and the, the triple sixes and yeah six feet six <laughs> figures and a six inch dick <laughs> right am i right yeah and i mean like that's i guess it it's whatever that you yeah. think that way but personally like that's how you also draw people away at the same yeah, time people, like you can't be that it, it almost sounds stuck up like you can't be like that sure. like you gotta lower yourself a little bit like people, let me tell you a little something people paint pictures of the type of person that they 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 think they deserve or mm-hmm. that they want and um and don't get me wrong you should have nothing, standards there's nothing but wrong with having standards no you but, have to have standards for yourself but you gotta learn how to lower them and be right. more realistic about well, it well not even lower your standards because you your standards could be like i just want somebody that that loved me and that's going you know take well me yeah i'm talking me. about the people that you know want the three sixes and you know all this extra shit and it's like okay if you're in your early to even like kind of mid-20s why don't we take it down just listen. a notch or two because we're still young listen. like you can't expect people to have all of that right now unless you're going after like a 30 plus year old man I only meet two of those sixes and I am not making six figures. <laughs> so everyone's learned a little something that, about you today. Take that how you want it. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Is that an edit point or are we keeping that in? <laughs> we gotta keep it. It's too good not to. Yeah, but I just. <laughs> but no, I see, me personally, I me personally, like when I, the person that I settle down with, whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think you're that person, you know, you my my DMs is open, but <laughs> whoever that may be, um, I just feel as though. I don't I'm not looking for any specific qualifications. Obviously mm-hmm. like I want to be attracted to you. Yeah. Um I want you to have ambitions and shit like that. But really what it comes down to is I want I want my best friend. You know what I mean? Like yes. I want somebody that you can that, joke around with, yeah. stay up late with just and bullshit, you know. Yes, bullshit, and, have fun, like someone that you enjoy like running errands with, yeah. going to the grocery store just stupid shopping thing. like here's my th- life is short mm-hmm. but at the same time it's long yep so you gotta you have want somebody the best that's, company that, around. yeah that want 
that you want to be there with you on the whole journey you know yep. what i mean and sometimes that may not always be like the 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 perfect 10 model you yeah. know what i mean or the or the six foot tall professional baller you know what i'm saying yeah it might be, you know, old girl from around the corner and shit. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all just vibe different. Like, I think people yeah. people definitely, like, block their blessings and ignore the good vibes. Yes. Because they, they trying to kind of fit their uh, puzzle, I guess. They trying to. Yeah. Or what they think their puzzle is. I feel like we've talked about this before, and it really goes along with everything that, a lot of people, and again, I feel like a lot of girls do this more, and I've even been guilty of doing it. Like, I'm not just trying to say, you know, whatever. But we idolize celebrities and all these other, like, I don't really look up to influencers. I think that whole idea is just stupid in general. But you look to social media to see how other people have things, even if they're not a celebrity, but you right. see them pop up on like your Explorer page or your For You page on TikTok, whatever it is. You're like, oh, my God, like, look at their life. Like, that looks amazing and whatever. And it's like, sure, maybe to them it is, but maybe that's not what you're meant to have. And that is OK. Sometimes it's not even influencers either. It's probably like. Yeah, the, that's what the, I'm saying. The, the nigga you went to high school with <laughs> or, or the girl you, you was in daycare with that's like doing great in life now and you're just not there yet i mean and yeah and like i said that is okay like you don't have to go all go for these super high standards like for sure again obviously have standards for yourself like know your worth but don't try and push it to more than what it needs to be if that makes sense. honestly i think it's really all about you know managing your expectations mm-hmm. and also dealing with your insecurities yeah oh look at that transition wow <laughs> yeah but um you just gotta find ways to like kind of deal with the shit that you go through internally before you can bring someone you else can, in your yeah, life before you can like bring somebody in your life and that brings us to our next topic which is how we like to deal with our insecurities because therapy if if you (laughs) (laughs) if you say that you're not insecure then you you fucking capping because i'm insecure insecure as a motherfucker listen i will be the first to admit it i have i have a couple insecurities Mm -hmm. like i feel like everyone has at least like one or two if you don't you fucking lying i mean like i'm insecure (laughs) about my hairline um I'm insecure about my teeth. <laughs> um, I'm insecure about. No, I'm not gonna say that one. <laughs> just, just keep. Uh, yeah, no. Um, actually, fuck it. I'm gonna say it. Okay. When I was younger, like, I was definitely insecure about my dick. Mm-hmm. But that's because of porn. I blame porn for that. Oh, like, yeah. You can't, like, really idolize porn too much. Cause... I didn't idolize it, but, like... I feel like some guys do, though. Before I started having sex, I was like, this is sex? This, but, damn, that's just wild. This, this, first of all, first of all, her titties <laughs> big as shit. Mm-hmm. Second of all, my dick don't look like that. <laughs> so, like, porn had me, like, insecure for the longest time. When I'm, And then when I started having sex, girls would be like... Oh shit! You thought 
you thought this was small mm-hmm. i'm i'm not like to my own horn but like yeah I, I I just I assumed that my shit was kind of small because you know I didn't, of I didn't have porn a fucking python in my pants. <laughs> but, but yeah, not like, a lot of people do, and that's okay. Yeah, like that's like the top one percent of penis. Yeah, no homo. And that's fine. Some of it looks like it. It would fucking hurt too. I'd be like, Ugh, God. I mean, I wouldn't know, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I just yeah, I just but the way and it's like stuff like inside i'm insecure about like yeah. I'm, I'm insecure about my fucking future like mm-hmm. I, like i don't know if i'm gonna reach my goals but shit i'm gonna try hard i yeah. think i think with me i channel my insecurity into like my drive mm-hmm. like i don't ever want to feel uncertain ever yeah so i'm gonna be like all right i'm gonna work until i'm certain yeah and i will never be certain so i'm not gonna stop working yeah no and that's not like a bad um way to be like um my dad is i've said this before my dad is hands down one of the most hardworking people i've ever met in my entire life and i think it's an amazing example that he sets for not only me but like the rest of my siblings too is that like look like if you bust your ass to for whatever you want to do in life like my dad paints cars for a living but he makes almost 200 grand a year doing it because chill chill don't tell them that don't tell them that you're gonna get robbed (laughs) (laughs) i know but i was just trying to like make an example that like even though his profession doesn't sound overly fancy, he makes a hell of a lot of money doing it because he started doing it when he was, I'm going to say maybe like 15. I think people... And he's been doing it ever since. I'm just think, busting his ass. I think insecurity kind of drives people to like those professions where it's like, where it's like the sexy profession, like the, like the business, the businessman profession. Mm-hmm. They don't, they, they don't know like the, the, the grind that it takes to, to like get to like fortune 500 status yeah and sometimes like you, you're not cut out for it you know yeah. what i mean like and that's people fine. don't people don't realize there's other shit that you could do to like get money everybody's not mm-hmm. everybody's not meant for the oh like i gotta go to school for four years for this and then do another two to get my MBA, mm-hmm. and then I get an entry level job that's paying me fifty thousand dollars a year. It, if that, you're lucky if you get that much. I'm make, a lot of people make like thirty right 30, out of college, 40. depending on what you're doing. Yeah, I'm getting fifty thousand at an entry level job, living in fucking New York City, because mm-hmm. I think that's what I have to do. This is just like hypotheticals. Yeah, like me, I don't ever want to have to feel like like I'm settling for anything or. Yeah. Like, I want to, everything I do, I, I want it to be my own. And I think that's another thing I'm insecure about. Like, if I ever, like, have to take orders from mm-hmm. other people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, can like I, w- I would feel, like, lesser if I, you know what I mean? If I'm yeah. if I'm 30 and I'm taking orders from people. Yeah. So, um, I'm working, like, right now to, yeah. to like, build whatever I got to build to get to where I want to be, like. I don't do this and shit. <laughs> I'm not. Well, this is for fun, obviously. But like, yeah. I, I really love doing this, and I could see, I could see this being like something huge. A thing. Yeah, yeah, obviously. And like, where we're our own boss. You know what I mean? That that would definitely be the goal for sure. Um, 
But what I was going to say is, like, I'm kind of the same way. Like, one of my biggest things that I'm insecure about is, like, other than appearance-wise, but, like, bigger than that is I kind of agree that, like, I am a little insecure about my future because I was one of those people where going to college wasn't for me. I tried it. You know, I went for two different majors. And it's not that I absolutely hated it but I did at the same time like yeah. it just wasn't for me and um which like I'm fine with but at the same time it does kind of scare me a little bit um because I know I'll never make like hella fucking money because I didn't go to school you don't know that for well that's very true I could find something right but um I mean like right now like I do pretty okay for myself considering I'm 22 yeah um like here's my thing i'm sorry to cut you off but i think that you know when we were when we were younger especially like where we went to school like it was they 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 told us it was like it was college or bust yeah um obviously i'm i'm a college student right now and i'm really Mm -hmm. i'm really getting my degree because i know like what i what I want to do in my life, yeah. that's that's just one of the things I have to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm there. Like, I'm not really, like, overly happy about school yeah. or whatever. But, like, I know that I'm pretty smart. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of coast through it. Yeah. But, like, once I once I get to my next portion of school, which was which would be law school, then I, I got to step it up a little bit. Yeah. But, but, like I said, where we come from, our school, like, shit from, like, elementary school really it was like college or bus yeah and like i don't i don't think that's a, a proper way to teach fucking fucking k to 12 kids, kids because yeah. like everybody college college isn't for everybody maybe it's not like maybe you got somebody who's gonna go right to work and mm-hmm. excel at what they do like yeah i know i know kids from our school that like said fuck it mm-hmm. and just a lot of started, them do like construction fucking started they or, landscaping businesses yeah. and like, making bread yeah because they knew that school wasn't for them but they found something that they're really good at and they make right. a lot of money doing it and i think that's great like i don't think kids should be put down put because exactly like they shouldn't be almost like outcasted because they don't want to go to school mm-hmm. you know like Again, for me, like I went for a little bit. I majored in two different things and I tried it and I just didn't like it. Like it wasn't for me, um, which is fine. It's like I know what I want to do and I don't really have to do too much schooling for it. I can like get certified like through the job itself, which is fine for me. I'm completely fine with that. Um, But I know I'm not going to make the utmost money doing it but i know that i'll be happy doing what i'm doing which to me is kind of all that matters like i'd rather do something that i enjoy and maybe make a little bit less money than doing something that i went to school for and put myself in all that debt for than being miserable at a job where i make a little bit more money i'm glad i went to state school yeah (laughs) because like my i don't i have like little little if any debt so like I'm I'm happy that I went to state school. Uh, so we kind of talked about like our life insecurities, like, and I think this is gonna lead us into our next topic. But like, 
like kind of insecurities like in the bedroom too yeah like I, I already I was said mine. Bring that up. yeah but yeah um so my thing was going to be off of one of your original ideas from earlier was that when you were growing up and you watched all that porn and you're like oh my no, god don't say like, all that porn like <laughs> i wasn't addicted to porn <laughs> like that's not that's not what i meant but anyway like when anyone in general watches porn you look at it you know you whether, see all these enhanced features yeah and you're just like oh my god like i don't look like that or oh fuck like i'm I can tell that, like, I might not be as good as them in bed. But, like, one, you have to realize that porn is porn. Like, one, a lot of these girls, their boobs and I'd say at least half of their body is fake at this point. Mm, daddy issues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, which is fine and all. But, yeah, like, most of the girls' bodies are fake. Like, a lot of the guys, like, I feel like most of them kind of have, like, average size dicks but like a lot of them also have the huge ass one junior like holy fuck there's no way that almost every person that i see walking down the street has that big of a dick like there's no way and that's fine and i feel like a lot of people like guys and girls it goes both ways that you can't look to porn and be like okay that's how it needs to be like, obviously, don't get me wrong. Like, you can watch it and be like, ooh, you know what? Like, I've never tried that, but that looks pretty cool. I feel like I could try that um, and actually make it work. Don't get me wrong. That's great. Go for it to, like, inspiration, I guess. But don't, like, idolize it. Don't be like, okay, I have to be as good as them in bed or I have to look just like them because you're not going to, and that is Okay yeah absolutely like i i mean i it took me a little while to get comfortable with that shit um also sometimes yeah especially growing up it's really hard but like i also get to a point where i'd be insecure about my sex game as a whole like i'd be like damn did i bring it is she gonna give me a bdr like <laughs> for those of y'all who don't know a bdr is a bad dick report you know or a bad dick review yeah tomato, um, tomato. you don't you don't want that on your record gladly Mm-hmm. I do not have that on my record, but you know I still be like, damn, did I did I bring it all the way? <laughs> like I remember, I remember one time, full moment of transparency. I remember one time I was a shoe in for a BDR because um, I caught a cramp. <laughs> That's the fucking Big worst. Horse. <laughs> that I is was, the worst. Listen, I was, I was busting some shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like a real nigga do. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you know i catch a cramp in my whole fucking quad thigh or like a whole ass charlie horse like my whole shit tightened up i promise you that's the worst i couldn't do nothing but like just stop what i was doing and you gotta like slowly stretch it out like like, roll roll out (laughs) that joint hurt so bad that it put me to sleep bro so like i wake up i've definitely been there i wake up and she getting ready to go and i'm like damn i'm like, so sorry like yeah i'm like wow i, I didn't I, mean can to i make you shit. some waffles or something real quick no she wasn't getting none of my food <laughs> but like low-key like to this day like i want a chance to redeem myself like damn like i really like like i promise it can go a lot better like i was i was i, I, I would assume that i was busting it down before <laughs> say cramps happen but it is what it is 
No, I mean, like, I feel like I've definitely been there, even as a girl, where you're like, okay, like, I got this. Like, I've done this a million times. Yeah, like, my and perform- then, then your performance don't be like... You get, you kind of, like, make yourself a little cocky, like, a little too cocky. Right. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I've definitely done, like, when I was hooking up with Pretty Boy, like, I was fresh out of my relationship. So I was, like, just a little... N- nervous in general about hooking up with someone new after being in that long of a relationship um so i was just nervous i was getting in my own head and i'm not saying that like my performance was bad but like i knew it could have been better you know like definitely was not my worst but it definitely was not my best either what tell pretty boy that yeah just be like listen um (laughs) So, I know the first time, you know, I tripped through the window. Um, <laughs> my foot went through your screen door. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I, I didn't put my best foot forth. But listen, you give me another chance. Like, I'm really I'm really that bitch. That's what you got. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because it's that. like, I'm going to fully admit it. He texted me the next morning saying, thank you for coming over. Like, I had a good time. And I was like, okay, yeah, of course, anytime. He had a good time. I had a good time, too. But did he have a great time, though? fucking apparently not because i haven't i've barely talked to that bitch since and you know what that's fine i mean he straight up told me that he wasn't looking for anything it was just like a like a hookup and i was fine with that i was straight out of my relationship you you want to redeem yourself but i do i low-key want to but at the same time i don't right because it's like it's not like his was that great either (gasps) It, it wasn't bad but it definitely wasn't it wasn't your worst experience wasn't my worst but definitely was not the best i think you mentioned your worst on the pod before uh-huh <laughs> but what that young bitch no i'm just kidding no wow i didn't point anyway anyway <laughs> yeah but That's fine. do you think that uh people sometimes uh play on your insecurities to get sex yes yeah i think because so certain people that know me well enough know that I am a very like deep down I am a very insecure person about myself like looks wise what my body looks like everything and it's like I'm trying to work on it and be better about it and I feel like I am slowly getting better about being more confident in myself but I still am insecure I will I have no problem admitting that so I feel like some people a certain person in in general, that does play off of my insecurities, and uh, so would you call it coercion? Um, I don't, I don't know if I would go that far. All right, but like, I feel like if they pushed it more than they did, then yes. So, like, where do women kind of like draw the line between coercion and uh, just like? I'm about Smooth to just. Talk. I'm just about to talk my way into this pussy, like, yeah. like it's because it's definitely a difference. And I, there is. like, I've, I've like, found myself like questioning myself, like, if you were to, if I was, if I'm, if all right, am I talking myself into this or am I like coercing? Because like, I, I try to be like good dude smooth. a good stand yeah i think i'm a pretty smooth guy uh-huh. like you've seen me in action i think yeah. i'm a pretty smooth guy yeah i don't and i would i don't think i would ever coerce anybody like no. I, I, that's wild like i've never i don't think i ever said like if you don't have sex with me then you don't love me shit like that yeah so is that is that where the line is 
I feel like the line is when you're definitely a little too pushy and like you make the girl uncomfortable so it's like if I feel like it's so hard to explain because it's like I have it in my head but like trying to put it into words it's so gray exactly there's just that gray area of trying to explain it so there's that basic smooth talk of like oh my god like you look so good tonight and that's, like that's the smooth talk that no we're no no obviously not because <laughs> that sounds fucking so weird but i'm not a dude i don't talk to girls like that but i mean like i mean you can hit them with the damn you really look you fine as fuck like yeah wow. obviously that kind of thing but me saying then, that sounds weird and then you give them that little that little look yeah little little lick little lick lip if you're like casually and like nicely like you know complimenting them like that like it's not anything weird and you can tell that after you say something like that she's kind of like giving that same vibe energy Mm -hmm. back then you're good but if you can tell that she's not feeling it even when you start can i run you through a scenario sure all right so so me and old girl you know we go out we have a good time we back Mm -hmm. we back at whoever's place right yeah you know, we talking, boom, boom, boom. You know, we start kissing or whatever. <laughs> you know, we start doing a little more than that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, you know, getting your little bag a little bit. And then she like, I think we should stop. But like she 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 leaned in with it, the little I think we should stop. And then you be like, mm-hmm. come on now, stop playing. You know you, you know you wanna get this dick. Whatever you know, whatever. Whatever it is you wanna say. Yeah. And then is that like or if like you keep making out with her, we're like yeah, a little, like just keep on little... warming her up, mm-hmm. and like it's not like against any like it's still perfectly under the realms of consent, obviously. Yes. yes. Um, I think if you try something like that and she is, keeps is that going coercion? with it, no, I feel like I mean in my personal like, opinion, I feel like that's fine. Like if like you if you like kind of like get get start getting your little shit off after the initial like no stop like that one like you could you could i think in my opinion like you could tell the difference between a no stop and a no stop (laughs) like yeah like the the no stop like yeah there's like that she'll like like invite you like she like i just want to see like if you if you press it a little more Mm -hmm. like i think there's definitely been times where i've done that where like i've done the flirty like you know "Mm." you want it you know you wanted some pipe yeah and like like um we're kind of talking about where like the girl does it in kind of like a flirty way and you know if the guy you know if you like keep kissing her or like talking to her however it is and she's feeding into it then obviously you're good to go but if she's like no really like i think because i think i think that like i'm 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 at about like 85 percent on uh on the, on smooth the, talk. On the, on the smooth, yeah. On, yeah. The, on after like the no stop. <laughs> like I think I'm about eighty five percent after that. Like the kill rate is about eighty five percent. It's not bad. But obviously, if it's like a if it if it's like a no, then like yeah. All right then. All right, bet. But yeah, I just don't want to feel as if I did anything wrong. Of course, to me, try and like pressure her. Yeah, of course, me. Like I I always ask like whatever I do, I'm like, mm-hmm. is this okay? Is this? I think I might be a little annoying with it. But at the same honest. time, like nowadays, unfortunately, you can never be too safe. I'm always like, is this okay? Like, is it okay if mm-hmm. I do that? Like, is it okay if I eat you out? Like, <laughs> like is it okay if we have sex? <laughs> like, I think that I 
it sucks that it has to be that way because the body but... language is not enough anymore which is fine yeah it's it's cool like however what whatever the rules are i'll follow them because like yeah we, and that's the thing that is that as long as you're willing to follow those i guess quote-unquote rules then you're fine like obviously if the girl hits you with a hard like no like i really don't think stop. i want to keep going <laughs> i said stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically that like you can i at least i would hope most guys are smart enough to like read their body language and like their facial expressions to know like when they're kind of being flirty to when they're being serious everybody except like the frat guys oh my god bro she totally wanted it like yeah. bro dude like she was telling me to stop but i, I know she wanted me to keep going dude like, yeah like that, that was... type of shit you can't do like if yeah, a girl no. straight up says no or hey i'm not interested or something along those lines then fucking believe her but you can definitely tell when a girl does it like in a flirty way versus when she's being serious yeah when she's trying to when she's trying to uh bust it wide open and when she's trying <laughs> to uh shut it down early yeah you, you can tell the difference yeah um but getting off that you want to talk about some sports sure let's go okay so <laughs> uh a lot of y'all may know him as Madison Pettis' ex-boyfriend because, you know, he ain't really catch no wreck in the league like that. Michael Porter <laughs> Jr. has made some controversial comments about the COVIDs. Basically, he says that it is a hoax, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the And that's not it. real. Yeah. It's a hoax and it's used for population control and all that. Yeah. <sighs> And it's like I see, I see what you what, what he's trying to say, but but at the same time, you know, there's certain things you kind of have to keep to yourself. At because a time, at a time like this, I just feel like, all right, like you, you got to keep those comments. You, you tone, like it's it's very tone deaf of him to say that mm-hmm. shit because one, it's really people who are dying mm-hmm. who are like affect who are like affected from this shit, like. It, it was a family that like lost their mom dad and grandmother and left like mm-hmm. a 17 year old to deal with like three the other kids yeah three yeah. younger kids like that shit is real so you can't dismiss it but at the same i mean i see where you're coming from like because mm-hmm. there's, over... there's always there's always some sort of conspiracy like oh yeah especially with all this shit um i don't know what the fuck i don't know what's real what's fake anymore like really yeah. all you could do is just like stay safe yeah just like do your part to keep your fucking distance but um anyway like again like i see what he was kind of trying to say with it not being real because yes it is real and people are very much getting sick people are very much dying from it no one can deny that but there are doctors literally all across the country that have openly admitted it admitted it (laughs) slow moment (laughs) yeah my brain's moving faster than my mouth but anyway so what i was trying to say was that there are doctors that have done plenty of interviews that have said that i think it's like the cdc or something told all of the hospitals across the country that the more covid related deaths that you have the more money and funding your hospital will get so these doctors are basically being forced to write down almost every single patient that comes in 
their death has to be under COVID. Do we know that? Do we notice for like matter of fact yes. or okay? Because I've seen multiple. I like to. I just don't like to take everything and run with it. Obviously, yeah, no, especially no, no. not today, because like I, I just hate like just no. I've seen regurgitating anything. Yes. you know what I mean. No, no, no. I no. I am completely right there with you. You shouldn't believe absolutely everything, but I have seen so many interviews with doctors there's been ones from california new york literally all across the country that have openly admitted that they're basically being forced there's even been nurses coming forward about it too not just doctors my thing is if you have a platform that big Mm -hmm. just tell everybody to stay safe that's it that's it don't and that's kind of what i'm not trying to I, I understand, you know, we got free speech, all mm-hmm. that shit. But sometimes you kind of just got to police yourself. You got to know, yeah. you got to know what to say out your mouth. Because it's, yeah. it's people who are affected by this and who mm-hmm. do who do feel, everybody has a different opinion. Because it may yeah. be people who haven't been personally affected that say, oh, this shit is fake, whatever, 5G towers, conspiracy. And then uh, it's there are other people who actively are, like, living this shit. Like, people caught corona, like... Like your your fucking friend who's in perfect condition, mm-hmm. not no, you know what I mean. Like they die from corona. Like it's it's a real thing. And um, I'm just gonna leave it on this note. Just listen to Fauci. <laughs> like whatever he say, do it. Yeah. Cause New York, New York is not gonna open a restaurant until June 21. So that's really wild. Um. Do you want me to fill you in on, like, this whole Joe Kelly Astro yes. situation? Yeah. All right, so Joe Kelly is a pitcher for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And you know how, like, silently the rest of the MLB has been ra- waging war on the Astros ever since the whole cheating shit came out, right? Vaguely. I heard yeah. a little bit about it, but I haven't, like... So, basically, uh, Joe Kelly, the pitcher for the Dodgers, mm-hmm. is, like, my new favorite, my new second favorite baseball player. Um... That man, like, being, like, one of the Astros players in the head with the ball, well, at his head, and, like, it was, like, a brawl mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And the Astros weren't really punished for the whole cheating shit, but he got eight games, an eight-game suspension for it. And they already shortened the season to 60 yeah. games. So that's, like, 15% of the season, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I just don't think it's fair. Like, if you... You know why he's doing what he's doing because you didn't punish the Astros. Yeah. But you're going to suspend him for damn near 15% of the season and he missing out on that bread. Yeah. I just think it's kind of fucked up. Like, I, the MLB has always made poor decisions. Obviously, because you can't see them keeping up with the times. They season definitely about to get canceled because the whole, damn near the whole league got corona because they can't do shit right. Did you see our loving Doug, our head coach of the Eagles, got? Um, he got he got the Ronies. What yeah, the fuck was he got Doug the, doing? He got the Rona. Doug was down the shore, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably out there doing shit he shouldn't. Doug was down the shore. His life. He was down the shore this summer for sure. I already know. He didn't think we was going to have a season. He was like, fuck it. If I catch the Rony, yeah, he was it. like, fuck this <laughs> And then they said, no, nah, you going back to work, Doug. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Fuck shit. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a test positive for this little COVID, bro. Yeah. I just think it's funny, bro, like. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like I 
one of the people I used to work with um, at my old job, and I still talk to him probably at least like once a week, if not like once every other week. And um, I'll say maybe last month, like early in the month or like end of June or something, we were talking and he was like, yeah, I just went back to work. And I was like, oh, why were you off? And he was like, oh, I had Corona. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, how did you have Corona? And he was like, I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. I did not have any symptoms. He was like, the only thing that I had was I lost my sense of smell. He goes, that was it. I had no fever. I could still eat. Like I wasn't throwing up. Yeah, that's the scary part. He was like, that was it. He was like, all I had was just that I lost my sense of smell. No, he was like, that was scary. it. I felt fine. You could you could test like, you could take a test, test negative mm-hmm. on like a Tuesday. You could be asymptomatic. Yeah, and then you test negative for it. And then like, you don't, you do the same thing you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And then you test again and you test positive yeah. on like Thursday. So it's really wild. Like, we don't know how this shit spread. Like, we can't even figure, like, I... I'm going off topic, but, like, I just don't think we should be comfortable with sending little children back to school when we don't even know how this shit spread. And kids are already fucking nasty. Yeah. Like, a little... They don't wash their hands. A little nigga gonna go to school with his little... cover their mouth when they sneeze. His little Paw Patrol mask and come back with a little Power Ranger mask or something because, you know, kids (laughs) nasty and they don't... They don't... A lot of them probably don't fully understand the severity of the Ronies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't. No matter how many times you try and explain it to them, they're not going to get it. Do you, are your brothers like good about wearing their masks and stuff um, like that? I know they like a little bit older, like on the older end of yeah, like the one, kids. Yeah, the one's 13. The other one is, hmm, fuck, I think he's 10. So they're a little bit older. Um, <clears throat> especially, obviously, like the 13-year-old. Like he gets it. He knows yeah, that. Yeah, Everywhere he goes, he has to wear his mask, wash his hands, and but do all we, that kind of stuff. Can we be sure that when 13-year-olds go back to... But their, if they're at school and yeah, they're not they being... Back, they go back to their middle school. Constantly supervised. <laughs> and get around other 13-year-olds. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, once they're out of, like, that kind of almost constant parental supervision, yeah. like what they're in now, I'm willing to bet you my they next fucking gonna, paycheck they, that they're they, not gonna, they gonna do, stay on top it's gonna of be business as usual hands. for them yeah they'll go in and go to the bathroom but not wash their hands when it's like come on wash your hands they're gonna touch their face oh my god touch yeah. each other some of them put their whole fucking mouths around like the water and how can water how can fountain you ensure thing? how can you ensure social distancing in school they said they were going to push all of the desks six feet apart right <laughs> <laughs> that's it and then right. all the kids have to wear their mask throughout the day and the teachers will either have to wear a mask or one of those face shields all day so my thing about wearing a mask i'm all here for it mm-hmm. like it's really it's really not that bad no i did a full ass workout this morning with my mask on it's a pain in the ass like for me to try and talk to people at work yeah. about like with it on because that's really the only thing like exactly. you can breathe you can breathe in a fucking mask oh yeah you can breathe like, in it without I, a doubt i did it's I just did trying a, to talk a whole to ass a whole ass leg day and leg day is all breathing mm-hmm. and i i didn't it was the same you as like good. if i did it without a mask really i was good but um do we want to talk about Ellen potentially being canceled? This fucking bitch, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so basically, um, all the rumors that have been swirling throughout the Ellen DeGeneres show 
have been confirmed true by people who had had pretty important positions at the show. Uh, they basically said that she was racist uh, and believe it or not, sexist. <laughs> And all around, just like a mean Not person. as good of a person as we all thought she was. Right. This bitch was sending cancer kids to Jamaica and Hawaii and shit. Did, <laughs> I saw this one video where people were like, what the fuck is she doing? Because she's been doing like IG videos and stuff. Right. And like, I guess, or something on Facebook. I don't know. Whatever it was, she's been putting out videos. And some of them were like, oh, I'm going to read to the kids. And it's like she's pulling out books of like fucking architecture and the most random shit it's like kids aren't gonna give a fuck about that yeah unless they like, like why Legos. was that the book of your choice to read yeah. to children because she doesn't have any well now i see why <laughs> like i oh you know it's crazy because when that whole when that whole epstein list came out and i saw her I, she was one of the names that i was surprised about because that was like honest that was obviously like before i heard mm-hmm. um about all the other shit that she was doing yeah but i heard that she was just like a nasty person a, yeah like terrible to work for like she yeah she would like talk to her employee like the crew she would talk to them crazy like it would be like you can't walk in the hallway when i'm walking in the hallway what the fuck i kind i kind of understand that one because like usually like when you're the talent you kind of want whatever your space yeah whatever you can do but like she i heard she would treat people like shit yeah um there's even been certain episodes of hers that came out what is her name that dakota chick that was in the dakota fanning no no no, no, not fanning the one that was in the 50 shades of gray movie the one that played the main character yeah okay the the main girl um so she went on Ellen's show one time, and like this, I feel like this video went like yeah, pre- pretty viral. Like everyone saw it. A lot of people who been guests on the show, like she, um, they were talking, and Ellen was like, "Oh, like why didn't you invite me to?" It was either like her birthday party or like a Christmas party or something, and she was like, "Oh, why didn't you invite me?" And the girl was like, "Uh, I did invite you. You just didn't come." Oh. And Ellen was like, "What? No, like if I was invited, I totally would have came." And blah oh, she blah was whatever. To play that. Yeah, she was trying to pay play like the yeah. innocent like yeah. poor me victim role that she wasn't invited so that's why she didn't go to this big party when it's like no you were invited and you chose not to go and there's even been other um famous people that have come on and been like oh i invited you and then she'd be like oh i was on vacation or like you can tell that she's yeah. like trying to make something up as to why she didn't go to their party but like she wants to Bro, play just, the victim just, on it just keep it to virgils and say i didn't want to come yeah like, all you have to do is be like, hey, look, I appreciate the invitation, time, but I don't I don't feel like coming. Whole time, good ass Kevin Hart had to had to do an apology tour my whole time. Ellen was out here hating on For gays. For something too. he said, what, like ten years ago? <laughs> yeah, Ellen was hating on the gays too. <laughs> and she and she's fucking gay. Why? She's one of the most like public gay people out there. Right. And you would think that because of all the shit she went through in the nineties and shit, she would be a better human being. Cause like the shit wasn't easy for her. Yeah. You would think that she would be a better person. Like, I think she put out a video that like her, one of her parents or someone like didn't fully support her yeah. or like she was really I don't know I fuck I forget what it was. So now I sound like an ass. But yeah, she put think, out like a statement slash video. Like, you think Portia really love Ellen? Mm. You think like that's why she's like this? Cause like she knows that. All right, so Portia, like, was dating dudes before Ellen. Mm-hmm. 
and like Ellen kind of like turned her, but like she know like she could go get some dick. Yeah. If she wanted to, like you think. Portia's pretty. Yeah, Betty. You think that that's kind of something that makes Ellen like a shitty person? I mean. Or does it factor? I feel like it definitely. Th- this is where my in. brain goes. <laughs> um. No, I'm like it's a valid uh, like question. Um. I feel like it definitely plays a factor in it. I mean. It definitely is up to Portia in the long run. Like, if she didn't want to be with Ellen, she doesn't have to be. Yeah, they've been like, together for, like, 10 years now. So. Yeah, like, they didn't... She didn't have to get married to her. She didn't right. have to do any of this. If she really didn't want to, she could just fucking leave. So... I think, I think she probably been cheating on Ellen with dudes low-key lately. I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> Honestly. You think, you think Ellen's strap-on game is, like, vicious? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I mean... She's like the more butch type of lesbian, which is fine. Here, here, Everyone listen, has listen, their you type. are alienating the gay community because I'm not trying they hate that to. Term. You know they hate the terms. I don't. I didn't know what other word to say. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah. You know. Like, you know. Everyone no. knew the description I was going after. You know, gay people swear they don't got roles in their relationships. They but do. like, bro. They definitely come do. on. There's always one that's a little bit more, more of the dude. More masculine and yeah. more I'm not gonna say like more of the dude, but like it's definitely you can see that they lean more masculinely. Yeah. And more Which femininely. is fine. Like I'm not trying to be an ass. Yeah, but that's but, just what it is. Um yeah, you can tell that that's just kind of Ellen's role, which is fine. So, I mean, I would assume that her strap-on game is great, but I don't know. And I really don't know if I want to know. <laughs> I can't replace a real dick. Mm-mm. So, uh, Portia, if you ever in need of some real dick. Oh, my God. Get at Josh. <laughs> he like, <laughs> Not he, you, Josh. <laughs> he likes the blonde girls. <laughs> I mean, shit. Oh, oh! You heard about all like the old '90s black sitcoms back on Netflix? It's no. lit. Like we getting Moesha back, the Parkers, one on one. It's lit. I'm gonna be locked in. So, um, <laughs> the next wave of Corona, it don't got nothing to do with the black people. We gonna be in the crib watching Netflix. So it is. You have to tell your people <laughs> that it's up to y'all <laughs> to stay their asses where they at. Look. I I do not I'm I don't You are you are your own white person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before. I don't like associating myself with the rest of the whites. Not I'd say at least half of them. I'm I'm, I'm going to say a smooth 75%. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends cuz it's like with anything you have your hardcore like super old school people like for the whites and you have it with everyone so yeah. it just it sucks that the majority of it are fucking white people they be bugging but not all white people are like that so everyone please <laughs> don't think that we are so i promise think you i'm not this is a good place to <laughs> wrap it the fuck up <laughs> yeah to start wrapping it up um like I said, we have some things in the works. I think what we're going to do, I'm almost certain of it, if you guys are okay with it, we are going to start releasing the episodes on Wednesday, like the podcast episodes, mm-hmm. and doing the vlogs for like Thursday, Thursday, Friday. Friday. Um, just so we got something 
some consistent content going again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like if y'all if y'all want to hear some different things from us, you know, feel free to DM any one of us um, or the podcast page and just kind of suggest it. Also, the website is still coming soon. We putting the finishing touches on it. I'm very excited about it. We have to do it our really photo looks shoot. great. Yeah, we photo shoot upcoming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're finna get right. You know, we're gonna be looking fresh fresh super fresh you know just gotta look you know just gotta look real professional out here what other (laughs) podcasts doing photo shoots you know what i'm saying what other independent podcasts i might say is doing photo shoots not ones that are part of like bar's barstool or like a bigger network yeah i think like honestly (laughs) i i say this all the time because i really i think we are the best independent podcasts out yeah like I mean, I don't, I don't think it's anybody that that's better than we are. Like, we started in the middle of a fam, a pandemic and yeah. stayed consistent. Yeah, the only other podcast that I listen to that isn't a part of Barstool is called Crime Junkie. So if anyone's like into, oh, it's a crime podcast. But so like, it, of course it's, it's a gonna crime be, podcast. Of course it's, it's going to be like higher quality, like murder mystery shit. Yeah. I'm talking about like independent so podcasts where they sitting there doing the same thing we're doing. Oh yeah, no, it's not. It's not close. No. But we just want to end off with a with a free Josh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> free Josh from out the box, you know, from out the team. Yeah, we miss uh, him. We miss you, bro. But we're going to hold it down for for you as long as uh, you need we us to hold to. it down for you, you know what I mean? Without and a just doubt. know that that third chair, it's you know waiting what I'm saying? We're going to keep it warm, that third <laughs> mic, you know what I'm saying? We, we ready to go whenever mm-hmm. you're ready, bro. But um, as always, this has been another edition of the hottest pod in the streets, a.k.a. the socially distant podcast from Gabe and Kayla. Peace. Have a good week.